This episode of the podcast is sponsored by my brother, Kelvin Cox. If you too want to sponsor the podcast, go on patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. That's patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. There's free shows. There's plenty of content on there you can check out. Just go in there and check it out. It all starts at just a dollar. Peace. Welcome to the experience. Welcome to the experience. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission team, not a coach at the university. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and I have a special guest with me this week. Let them know who you are, brother. Finally, Kennell has come back to the Delvin Experience. <laughs> I like that one. Welcome back, Ken. How you doing, brother? I'm happy to be back. I am the internet's hottest podcast free agent right now. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast I was a part of before has ended. And it ended six months ago. And I've been looking for a venture. And the reason I don't do it myself is because I don't have enough time to do all the editing and stuff. So it is on you people. I am advertising right now to you. If you want me on your podcast, I am the hottest free agent out there. Take a listen to this episode and see how much that you want me on your show. You can at me at Kenneth DL on the Twitters. That is Back a good promo. You, that is a John Moxley promo. If I ever heard one right there, folks. <laughs> As always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five minutes to get the ball rolling. Ken, you know how to do this? Are I've you ready? I've done it once and I screwed it up then too. <laughs> Well, let's get right into it. Question number one. What's your top five villains? Top five villains. You did throw me off. How about that? Okay. Sephiroth. Kafka. Okay, that's a great one. So we have two Final Fantasy ones already. Okay. All right. Um. You did throw me for a loop. How dare you? Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady is the third yeah. worst villain. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I don't like Tom Brady. I'm going to go with... Is Vegeta still a villain or is he a good guy now? He's an anti-hero, but I count him as a villain. Season what? Oh, season two? Season two, he turned into something else, yes. So I'll go with Vegeta. And for the last one... I'm going to go with um, all right, something silly, something very silly off the cuff. Can we think it? Can't even look around my room and figure out what I want to say. <sighs> oh, you can. <laughs> but it won't be a good oh, answer. Oh, oh, no. There it is. There it is. Lord Zed. That's a good choice, actually. I like Lord Zed. I had to look around the room, like I told you earlier. I look around my room for inspiration. I didn't want to use Doctor Wiley because he's not a very good villain. Yeah, nobody knows that villain, that villain, that villain. So yeah, that's where we went with it. I like that answer. Question number two: If you can get any superheroes 
strengths and weaknesses, who would that superhero be? Saitama. Yeah, that's a good choice. I don't think he has any weaknesses. No. He's not very good at video games. Yeah. That would kind of suck, but uh, he'll be okay. <laughs> In all fairness, I do. Um, have you been watching the new episodes of One Punch Man? I haven't watched it yet. My son's watching it now to the chagrin of my wife, but <laughs> I, I suggest you get on that. Um, yeah, he's he basically button mashes and he gets his butt handed to him by an S class hero named King because King is does combos, whereas um, Saitama does low kick. Ah, that, makes <laughs> that, that is the biggest weakness of that and being bald, but I already have that problem. Yes. Question number three. What is your favorite song from the 90s? The first thing that popped into my mind was I Want It That Way. That's a song. <laughs> that, that is indeed a song from the 90s. <laughs> There's something about, I don't know if you've ever ran into this, where you hear a song so much, it's overplayed. And you're like, I can't take this song anymore. And then like five years pass. And then that song comes on. You go, oh my, I like that song. It's yes. good to hear that song again. See, that happens with every boy band, Britney Spears, everything in that realm, like late 90s. Will Smith, Miami. Was that for me? I was going to say getting jiggy with it, but that's never good. That never, never really sat with me correctly. Gangster's- I liked it. Gangster Paradise? Good. That's no. a good one. Amish Paradise. That's a better one. <clears throat> I like Amish Paradise a lot. A lot of weird, a lot of weird owl stuff. A lot. Oh my god, Michael Jackson in the 90s? Dude. Every song was a hit. I have I have this discussion with my wife every once in a while, of which I have to divorce her, that she doesn't like Michael Jackson. I'm like, you just have to respect. You don't have to like, you don't have to. That is true. Sit there and enjoy. But if it's on, if it comes on a radio, you don't switch the station. Because no matter what you go to, it is not going to equal the greatness. Of Michael Jackson. Of Michael, no, there's nothing nothing better. Yeah. That's just I've my opinion. That's just my opinion as a kid growing up in the 80s and 90s. And I'm a little biased in that case. For the longest time, I've been looking for a Michael Jackson statue to put in my house. Like the like one of him moonwalking or something like that. I can't find one. But I want one so bad. Surprising. There's statues of everything. Yeah, but I, there's no like actual. They, they have like the big head ones, but they don't have like a like an actual good, really good statue of Michael Jackson moonwalking that I've seen thus far. I just have a you know a vision in my head of what it would look like too. It'd be in the smooth criminal. Yes, that's what I was thinking. And he would be like. Halfway through one of the steps with his hat tipped down. Just on just on a floor, yeah. and there's a jukebox in the background of that little scene. Yeah. Somebody make this happen. Please, Please. do. I love Please. Michael Jackson. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Okay, three. Four. Question number four. What is the best? comedy series of all time scrubs i don't think i never watched scrubs 
I strangely got into it. I do this thing where I'll end up watching an episode of something that I have no interest in. And then I will go back and binge the whole thing like everybody does. But this is at a time before it was on Netflix or whatever. It I had to go and buy the DVDs. Yeah. So I wanted to say Boy Meets World, but that's not so much a comedy. There's comic. There's comedic elements to it. Yes. But it's not a comedy. Comedy situation came of it um, years and years ago, probably 18, 19 years ago. Ex girlfriend broke up with me. She's off at college. I'm at home. I watch an episode of Boy Meets World. I call her. I watch an episode. I call her. I watch an episode. I call her. For two seasons. <laughs> Eventually, her friend picked up. What is wrong with you? You're calling us every 22 minutes. I'm like, that's how long an episode is. <laughs> that is hilarious. The call log was literally every two, 22 minutes because that's how long the episodes were. That is fantastic. It's funny you mentioned that, though, because I found my favorite TV show just how you talk about it. It Ooh. was um, 24. Mm. Um, it was, I forgot what channel it was. But they were having a, a marathon, I think, of season three. And I literally got in the middle of season three. I'm like, holy crap, this show is awesome. And I immediately bought all the seasons before that and watched them all like maybe within a week of each other. And 24 episodes. That's literally like 24 hours. Ugh. I watched it nonstop. <laughs> until that, It was. And I loved every minute of it. I still love that show to this day. What else? I did that with. Uh... How I Met Your Mother as well. What sucks is whenever you get through the backlog and you're like, now I have to wait a week for the new episode or even worse, the whole summer. Yeah. Then again, you could wait, you know, a year and a half the way that the, the services are going nowadays. Hey, you like that show? Now you get to wait two years for the next episode. Yeah, Game of Thrones did that. They screwed us. They completely screwed us. I somehow didn't get on that bandwagon. For me, being a person that grew up with D&D, Final Fantasy, and all that stuff, Game of Thrones just didn't grab me. I'm very surprised by this, because I also expected to come for the boobs, stay for the dragons. That seemed like something that was right up my alley. Well, No, that did not happen. Well, since we already got this TV talk, question number five, what's your favorite top five TV shows? Since we already got, since we're already there. Since we already have three of them. I, no, you know what? No, I reject this because last time you asked that, and that's how we got on wrestling. What I asked? Top five wrestlers? No, you you asked top five shows. I gave you wrestling as one of them, okay. and that turned. I reject your fifth, and I okay. I suggest that you go elsewhere. Okay, I'll give you top five wrestlers this generation. This generation. Now that's gonna be hard. Kevin Owens. That's a good choice. Kenny Omega. Okay, that's thank God you put that one in there. (laughs) You know, there's something about a guy wrestling a nine-year-old girl and making it look great, and then wrestling a blow-up doll and make it look great. Yes. That you can't say that 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 person isn't one of the best wrestlers possible. Yes. 
you know, this kind of wraps into things that we've been talking about, whereas uh, Heyman and Bischoff just took over. And I feel like we're going to get a lot different storylines and everything like that. Um, well, Heyman started already from what I've heard. Heyman started. Heyman, Heyman started and you saw his fingerprints on it. Yeah. Because Heyman already had Corey Gray say, oh, shit, during the live broadcast. Yeah, which was awesome. And we already have a Mikey Whipwreck um, scenario with Mike Canellis and Maria Canellis. Yeah. So Heyman's fingers are already getting in there. Yeah. What I've heard, Bischoff Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair, just because she is the epitome okay. of what you want from a woman's wrestler, the prestige, the strength, the the ability that she is just an all around great wrestler. Yeah. You could base everything around her. And the last one, who do I look forward to? Ricochet. Ricochet is good. Definitely. He is literally like a superhero. Definitely Ricochet. I was very happy to see the club get back with AJ Styles because... Thank God. Carl Anderson, if you take a look at me, is my spirit animal. Yes. I just I don't have... I do not have a hot Asian wife, and I don't have abs. Yeah. But I'm striving I don't know about it. the wife. I've never seen your wife, but... The abs, I she's not her. Asian. She's a decent looking girl, but she's not a hot Asian wife. Okay. As <laughs> that's, that's what we're, we're leaving that at because I don't want your wife looking for me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying she's not a hot Asian wife. She can good looking girl. She's a, anyways. Hi. <laughs> hi. Where are we at? Didn't Since throw you, you off as bad hot, as I thought. Hot women. I have a topic for you that I think you'll find interesting. All right. You ever heard of the, um, I guess she's a Twitch streamer slash, her name is Bella Daphne. Delphine, I think her name is Bella Delphine. Here's the thing about streamers. I know Ninja. Okay. I know a couple that do Super Mario Maker. I knew the completionist. And me and my buddy watched, I think the girl's name was Alinity. Okay. For way too long playing Just Dance. Okay. I think she's one of those type of girls. Well, something like that. I think she has. Like I think bit. my buddy called her a booby streamer. <laughs> I think that's the technical term. Yeah. Well, this girl, I want to get her name right. Belle Delphine is selling bath water. It's called Gamer Girl Bath Water, and it's her bath water. Take a while and guess how much this bath water costs. $20 shipped. $30. You were close. Good lord, that's a lot of money. Tell you. Wait, <laughs> you're selling bath water? People are buying this. Now, let's let's analyze this. Yes. She put something it. up and people were buying it. Okay. I can accept people that are creepy enough that they want to buy a thong or a bra or something of that nature. Yeah. I accept that there are these kind of people online. You're selling bath water? Bath water. Oh. No, sorry, I don't like it. Yes, I'm going to send you the link to it right now so you can see what I'm talking about. Oh, please do. Please do. But yes, she is selling bath water, which I find ridiculous because how, one, how do you know it's her bath water? How do you know it's bath water? Why does it matter that it's bath water? Do you, is there a scent of bath balm in there? Is there. 
that's just wrong on all levels. Yeah, it's called Gamer Girl Bathwater. Mm. $30. It looks like it's like a shot glass worth of bathwater. Okay, that's, uh, that's a waste of money there. All right. I... It's okay. amazing what social media and technology can get people. To, I guarantee she's selling it. I guarantee people are buying it. I'm almost offended by this. Yeah. Almost. Like I said, I have seen women sell different things. I've seen ladies have Patreons where they offer more and more lewds as you go up in sponsorship. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> just, I'll just give you the routing number to my bank account. In that case. <laughs> Up some of them tears. <laughs> yeah, gamer tears for all the times that you know, I am really disappointed in you that you didn't give me the zombie apocalypse question because I was really gonna screw with you. Oh, we could do that question. We definitely do that question right now if you want to. Yeah. You can't do any worse than Lowe's did. Lowe's did terrible. We're going for fakeness here. Okay. Let's do all it. Right. Ready? Five things. Five things that you can take. Family and kids don't count. You can, they, I would automatically go with you. All right. A bag of holding. A bag of what? A bag of holding. 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 Yes. Okay. It's a D and D thing. Let me let me read you the description. This has an interior space larger than the dimensions it's roughly two feet in diameter and the mouth is four foot deep but the bag can hold up to 500 pounds and not exceed up to 64 cubic feet the bag weighs 15 pounds it's a magical item okay so okay, you just make so, it up shit <laughs> so i'm picking up a bunch of stuff right the sword of clouds from final fantasy 7 advent children where it breaks into like 12 different blades. Okay, I know who that is. I've seen yeah. that movie. I thought and it was I say, good. And I say that because movie. that's going to be like my Swiss army knife of I need an access time. I need a I need a sharp blade. I need this kind of blade. I need this kind of blade. So I can just break them apart and use them for different kind of blades. Instead of just saying, oh, I brought a hatchet. No, I bought a brought a sword with a bunch of stuff on it. Since we're in that realm. Okay. Cure materia. Life okay. material. Okay. And a genie and a lamp. A genie and a lamp. So I have three wishes. Okay. I was going to say Dragon Balls, but they only give me one wish. Yes. So they're very stingy with their wishes. Yeah. So a genie and lamp, I can make the zombies go away. Okay. I don't need My an antidote. Which genie are you using? Robin Williams. Okay. There's no, there's no question there. There's only one genie in my mind. I have not seen the new Aladdin, though. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's really good, surprisingly. I've, I have also heard that it is good. I, I, am, very, never seen I am very disappointed I haven't gotten out to see it. My family cited for Toy Story 4, which was disappointing, but after Toy Story 3, you couldn't really top that. Ah, I've heard, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard people who love the movie Toy Story 4, and I've heard people who said it's not good. 
I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was disappointing. You know, like you don't come away mad. You just come away disappointed. You're like, you know, I don't feel it should have ended that way. I, it was set up to be this way. You know, the ending, as soon as you start the movie, ah, this the first, first five minutes, you know, what's going to happen. So that's not spoiling anything, but it spoils everything. Just a matter of getting there. Funny you should mention that. Something else I want to talk to you about that you might find interesting. Right. Not giving away too many spoilers. Uh-huh. Movie trailers give uh-huh. away far too much plot. I'm okay with it most of the time, but there are some times that you cannot. Why? Di- why did you have to show this? I give you. I give you two perfect examples. All right. The movie I saw last night, which I will not name. All right. The trailer for that movie. Yeah, the trailer for that movie literally shows the ending of the movie in the trailer. It does. Yes. I can only imagine which part of that trailer it was. I don't want to tell you because you haven't seen it yet. No. But also, no, of course not. Why would also, I get out? Another movie. And I can tell you this one. Venom. Have you seen Venom? I have seen Venom. The ending of Venom is in the trailer. Yeah, it was. Which is insane to think about. Now, we have to circle back to what are these movie trailers? What are they for? They're always superhero movies because there's nothing but superhero movies or the like or Star Wars. We have gotten to a point that there's only superhero movies kids movies or just anything under the Disney umbrella or something, some facet of that. Cause there is no separate studios anymore. Fox is owned by Marvel. Yes. So we don't have like X-Men dark Phoenix. That movie was less than satisfactory behind you. I haven't seen that one yet. And I've heard it's not good. So they pulled it, they pulled it from theaters. Does that tell you anything? They pulled it early. it was fine but it wasn't good as a person that grew up with the x-men as a person that was excited about the first x-men movie that accepted the flaws of the original trilogy it was damn near the bottom i will ask you this then and this is a really good question since you brought it up since you brought up dark phoenix which Dark Phoenix movie is better? X-Men 3 The Last Stand, which is obviously a Dark Phoenix movie, or this Dark Phoenix movie? Special effects are much better in this one. Um, I like the cast a lot better in the old one. Okay. If you're giving me a choice between, I believe her name is Sophie Turner and... Famke Jensen. Jen- Jensen. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the, the older lady there. Okay. Um, when it comes to Beast, I'll take Kelsey Grammer. He just feels like a bit. Growing up with the Fox Saturday morning cartoons, Kelsey Grammer is Beast. That makes sense. We all know that Patrick Stewart is a hell of a lot better than James McAvoy. James McAvoy yes. does a great job. But he's not Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart, who literally. 
is Professor X. Yeah. I will give those original movies a lot of credit. A lot of those characters, they got right on the money. Like Wolverine, even Cyclops in terms of how he looks. Well, pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, James Morrison over whatever the new kid is. Yeah. Leaps and bounds difference. Yeah. Because James Morrison did something perfect. He was a douche. Yes. He was a Boy Scout douche that nobody liked because he was a Boy Scout douche. Yes. He was a fine leader. He did everything by the rules. He's what you would want out of a leader. Yes. But that's not who you want to root. And it, it just it was good casting. Um, I hated Rogue. Rogue was horrible. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah, that was really bad. Um, the storyline and revolving around her. Eh, um, I just like the original cast. Maybe it's just the nostalgic factor for me, but there's nothing about the new cast. Um, I like New Beast. Michael Fassbender is great, but I yeah, think I just like Michael Fassbender. He is fantastic as Magneto. I will say that. He took a horrible, horrible Assassin's Creed movie and made it acceptable yeah i actually like the movie because of him also i have two categories for movies which is acceptable and unacceptable okay because it's really hard to if you have me sit down and rank every movie in the mcu as an example i'm gonna be there for a while just going well wait okay well incredible hulk what it seems like it wasn't as good as this one but i like how edward norton did this it will just, I will tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak. That's why I don't have lists that typically go past top three because I can get top three in things. But after that, you're just, just moving the needle a little bit. And then sometimes you go, you know, I was feeling this a little bit more than that. Yeah. Anyway, I can, I can see that. Anyway, because my, my MCU top. List is just completely screwed up. What screwed up about it? It's obviously Winter Soldier number one. Yes, that's the that's that's the clear one. Winter Soldier number one. Then it's like, hmm, Infinity War in game. Does that count as one movie or two? Two. I would say two because um I don't know about you, but I kind of had to pee at some point. And if you make those two movies one, you're missing part of it. So I yeah. feel that you shouldn't go over three and a half hours as a movie. If you're going to go over three and a half hours, I need a weekly show on HBO. Yes, I agree. Um, then you got Black Panther, which I think was excellent. Yeah, this is so like the MCU. I want to say every year they put out a movie that can, especially at least recently, every year they put out a movie that can literally be your favorite movie. They raise the bar every time. Yeah. The problem is going away from Endgame. Do you really want to follow who we have as our main cast now? I want to follow Peter Parker, for example. But do I really care about Captain Marvel? I mean, she's a good superhero, but she's OP. And if you look at the shelves at Target, nobody really cares about that movie. I can can guarantee you it's going to be $10 or less on Black Friday because there's just a stack 
stacks on stacks, and then they're in like different parts of the the place. Going to Walmart, same thing. Not. Did I don't you... think Captain Marvel was a bad movie. I think it was an Ant Man type movie when you needed a Captain America Winter Soldier type movie for her. You didn't Quality need what I'm talking about. You didn't need an origin story for Captain Marvel. You needed Captain Marvel just kicking ass. You didn't need to know or I am amnesic. I don't know what why am I called Veers? Yes. Uh, why why I just the character's great. She yeah, she's she's good. Especially I don't like, in the comic books. Comic I books don't like awesome. the controversy that came around her saying there's not enough women in Hollywood. It's like, come on. It just there was a girl power scene in Endgame that just made me People really unhappy because they called it out. Don't call it out. If you want girl power, you want equalness, don't call it out. You can be badass without telling me you're a badass. I will say this. And this shows you how better it was done in Infinity War. They had a very similar scene in Infinity War and nobody Nobody says anything about it because it was done so well. Do you, do you remember the scene? Right, no, no, okay, I'm, I, I'm. I can tell you exactly what happened. All right. Um, they're fighting. I think it's uh, Black Widow's fighting Proximate Midnight. Okay. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, who comes up? Is is it Black Widow? Huh? Okay, I. It's during the big battle, but it's it's during the big battle. Black it's Widow's fighting Proxima Midnight. It's not called out. Yeah, it's, it's not, not called, called out. And then, um, what's her name from um, Black Panther? Okoye. She comes uh, and helps her, and um, Scarlet Witch comes and helps her. Yeah. All at the same time, so you see like the top Marvel girls fighting against Proxima Midnight, and then uh, I think uh, Scarlet Witch just literally takes like a tank and throws it at a whole bunch of aliens, and then Okoye's like, she could do that all this time she was up there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Like, it was a. It was perfectly done. I I really like Scarlet Witch, and that was another good casting. Like Elizabeth Olsen. Yes, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Yes, I that. think. From what I've heard, they have big plans for her and Falcon, for that matter, for the TV series, which I'm very interested. I, in. I just I just hated that there was Bucky and the or. What do they call it? Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was advertised for that, Disney, that Disney Plus prior to, to Endgame. Endgame. It ruined it. It's like, come on, give us just it give ruined me it. a chance. What I wanted above all else was for Spider Man. Uh, what's the new one called? Far from Home. Far from Home. To be a complete troll. I wanted them. That movie not to exist. Because. What, things didn't get reversed. In Endgame. Oh. So that would have been the biggest troll. Of like hey here's this movie. Oh wait it can't happen. I have questions. About Endgame. Can we talk about Endgame for a minute? We can. And can oh, we- I will tell you this. What? Far from home. Has one of the best after credit scenes I've ever seen. Good, they're getting back to those. I like that. It's a scene. really, really good one. 
that's shocking and awesome. Did they actually say about the 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 Peter Tingle? Is that an actual thing? They saw yes, it is an actual thing. It, it, it fits the movie. It's okay. funny. It fits the movie. All right, but the after credit scene. It's one of those, like, you know, usually, like, the after credit scenes are either a scene from the next movie or, like, a little small, funny Easter egg. Right. This one sets up the Spider-Man universe in such a way, and it's so cool. I can't wait for you to see it. Oh, I'm excited. I can't it's, wait to. It's, it's that good. Like, you probably, like, you probably can look it up now, but don't look it up now. Go to the movies and see it. It's amazing. No, that that's the point of the movies is go to th- see it on the big screen. I have a nice screen at home, but there's nothing about there's something about just sitting in those chairs. I have the yeah. chairs that, that you actually like kick your feet out, and it's an actual it's a reclining footrest, big leather, cost eight bucks. That's fine. Probably should cost like thirteen, fifteen dollars, but you know that's cool. End game after the snap. Okay. I have question, right? Okay. So the, you had like kind of a desolate world. What happens to like say sports teams? That's a good question. Now, some of there, these questions I know the answers to. I can't answer because Far From Home addresses some of these questions. Do they? Yes, they do. Because I really, I really want to know how they address. Say the NBA. A lot of movement just happened in the NBA. Okay. LeBron has Anthony Davis. Might be getting Kawhi Leonard by the time this comes out. We'll know yes. for sure. Making a super team. Here's what happens. What if LeBron and AD, Steph Curry, you know, all the big names just kind of fade away. They get snapped out of an existence. But the team that signed for the New York Knicks, which is deemed one of the crappier teams right now, what if their team is left intact? And those are the best basketball players in the world now. Okay. Do you continue with? Do you cancel the season? These owners are greedy right. enough. That they'll, they'll just throw any guys on the court and try to get a game going. The season will have to continue for one thing. This is the interesting thing about it, though. And I think, and I don't want to give away too much. But as you know, because it happened in Endgame, when people come back from the snap, they're brought back at the same age that they were when they left. Right. So all of Peter's friends were all snapped away because otherwise Zadania is going to be Zadania. Is that her name? Whatever MJ is. Yes. Zadaya. Zadaya. Yeah, she, you have to, it would be like, hey, I'm off in college, Peter. I liked you, but I've moved on and, you know. Yes. I, so, I just, there's stuff like that that I wanted answered like right then. In, uh, far from home answering those questions, and I don't want to give too much away from that, but anybody who was, but in game says it though. Anybody who was snapped away I, comes back at the same age they were when they left. I caught that. As time, like, for example, Ant-Man's daughter didn't get snapped away. So when he came back from the quantum realm, she was five years older because he was going for the same right. time the snap happened. Yeah, it's amazing how a nine-year-old goes to, like, 19, though, because there's only five years skip, not 10 years. But, you know, 
But I think it, from what I understand, this is how Marvel's timeline is wonky. Ant-Man right. happens like before a whole bunch of other stuff. I think Ant-Man is before is either before well even Ant-Man and the Wasp his daughter is still like 9-ish 10 and the girl that was shown in Endgame is like Like, 19 going on like 25 yeah it's something something like that I think she's supposed to be 16 but she looks like she's 19 it was like uh, 90210 where you have 30 year olds playing 16 year olds yes exactly Uh, that that kind of stuff bothers me nowadays, but then again, uh, it was just announced, I am dating the podcast, that Haley Bailey, Halle Bailey, is going to be Ariel. Yeah, I saw that, but I don't have no clue who she is. I don't either, but it was like, my buddy is complaining about it, just up and down. Oh, she's a, she's a Dutch girl, like, it's, she's supposed to be... It's supposed to be white, redhead, and I'm like, does it matter? Can they put it? Can they put together a good movie? Yes. I, from my experience with these Disney movies, the live action movies, they have not been great. That give that's why I didn't go see Aladdin because I had pause on what happened. Beauty and the Beast was less than satisfactory. Um, Cinderella was bad. Yeah, I've heard that. So that's why I didn't see Aladdin. I'm giving everything the benefit of the doubt. Everything the mouse does, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You'll figure this out. Where are we at? I just jumped all over the place. <laughs> We're talking about Endgame, and I'm talking, talking about, about Endgame. And you start, you brought up the fact that a little mermaid. Is, yeah, well, it's just she's a Dutch girl, right? A black girl, but she's Dutch. Well, she's supposed to be like Northern European in the 1600s, which not many darker skinned people were in the Northern part of Europe at that point. But that's just my buddy being a pain in the ass and just not wanting to give things chances because he's closed minded. Yes, it's that's a weird that's a weird hot take though, because it's a mermaid. Mermaids are not real. Does she sing well? Because yeah, this movie is going to be half songs. When you get mad is whenever somebody comes in and tries to be Sebastian or Flounder and they're not doing it right, or yes. they cast the wrong person for Ursula or whatever. I'm like, at least you got a girl that can sing instead of doing a dub over, like she can actually just sing the soundtrack. That works for me. Done. Yeah. And you know what? And I, I to go back from Sp- the Spider-Man for a second. Zendaya does not look like Mary Jane Watson at all, but she does a fantastic job of playing a version of MJ. Her, even though her name's not Mary Jane, her name's MJ. Right. She does a fantastic job of playing that character. A very different take on it. That works for that Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't care. Just give me something good. I don't care what the source material is because we've seen enough where the source material is not good. And what oh, yeah. And what comes of the source material 
is a lot better. What comes yeah. to mind? What comes to mind? I can give you a perfect example of that. All right. Captain America Winter Soldier. Bat Rock the Leaper. Yes. Yeah. In comic books, he is lame. But in, the, in that movie, that character was awesome. Yeah. I was also uh, MMA fighter in the actual. Yes. Was it Matt? It was. Um, I can't remember his name right now. I feel like Matt is coming to mind. I don't know why. I gotta find his name now. But now, now we're now we're IMDBing. Why don't we just sit here with like a giant screen of IMDB of all these movies that we want to talk about? I don't. I had no intention of talking MCU with you because you I had, <laughs> because I had all these things lined up in my mind because I'm like you're like what was the best album that you listened to this year? I'd be like Mega Ran, the Final Fantasy VII album. Let's talk about the Final Fantasy VII remake for an hour because that is hype. That looks awesome, by the way. It looks so awesome. I I want the deluxe edition of it. So I had to go to GameStop and pre-order that position. Hopefully GameStop will be here when it comes out, but it'll tell it. It was it was like $55 on Amazon like a week ago. And I tried the, to order it for the deluxe order. So I tried to order. I I pre-ordered it the day, the hour that it went up on Best Buy. Because the hype is there. The hype is there. Thank you. For not making Tifa overly busty, because I'll tell you what, if a girl is athletic, she's wearing a sports bra. Like, yes. I don't care what condition she's in. I don't care how gifted she is. She's wearing a sports bra because she doesn't want to knock her own ass out. That is very true. Oh, I found the answer to the question. George St. Pierre. That's it. Rock the Leaper. Why does I think it mad? Matt Matt is a MMA fighter somewhere. Matt Hughes is the MMA fighter. Matt yeah. Hughes, that's who I was thinking of. Because he's he's fought GSP before. Yes, he has. Uh, UFC. But yeah, Final Fantasy remake looks awesome. So awesome that um I we are I already they've already put Final Fantasy 7 on PlayStation 4. So if you want the, the original game, you can still buy that for what I think it's $15. But the remake looks so good and so different. It makes you want to buy that immediately. I went through for my 75th Platinum. Jeez. I'm up to 99. I have not Platinum the game in over a year. Mind you. Wow. Too too much is going on with life. And I am not proud of some of my Platinums, let me tell you. But for the numbers sake, I was chasing numbers at the time. That was a good 75th. I played on essentially the speed up God mode. Like you really couldn't lose that mode. You got through the game pretty quickly. I think I only put like 23 hours in beat all the weapons. I should do that. It, it's a good playthrough, but you have to play it through on God mode. But I should do that. Speaking of which date of the podcast again today, not but three hours ago. Went into Target. Asked to see the PlayStation Classic console. Oh, you got one? Price match to Best Buy, of which it is $25 right now. With the cartwheel and the red card, it cost me $16.24. Oh, 
That's a good deal. I was thinking about going to get one. I have one already, but I was thinking about getting one and putting it on Patreon as a um a giveaway. It's a. I didn't really want it, but sixteen bucks. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you can hack it. That's half the battle. Yeah. That is three fourths of the battle, and that that could be another thing to just another thing to play. Yeah, because I have. Oh my god! I have all. I have that one. I have the NES Classic. I have the SNES Classic, and they're great. Uh, the SNES, knowing that I could mod that, I did not get the NES. I do have a computer with a what is the controller type called? Whatever it is, it's just a Super Nintendo controller. So I can play any game that doesn't have an analog stick on my computer very easily. Correction. The controller I have has analog sticks. Where, where is it? <laughs> I have a mess down here. I was painting my house this last week. Everything yes, you have Barbie curtains. Office, yeah, my lovely curtains, of which one is an actual curtain. The other one is a drop cloth from literally 1990, and it's not a drop cloth. <laughs> it is my sister's Barbie blanket. It is beat to hell, and it probably smells worse too. Because it's been sitting in garages and damp, dark base basements, and I feel like I'm going to war. <laughs> I have stayed up to four a.m. like three of the last five nights, and then I get up with the kids at one, uh, like six thirty, seven o'clock on my week morning? off. Yes, oh, on yeah. my week off. Thank God my kids, well, except my daughter. My daughter wakes up early. My son sleeps in late. I miss those days. I miss all those days. Yeah, I'm very nostalgic for like the times that were where I could just sit there and play video games for hours and hours and hours on end. I've been working on the same video game for four months now. Oh, I'm the same way right now. I can't tell you. I wish days going with 10 hours. And it's not because I'm not enjoying myself playing it. It's because I don't have time to play it. <laughs> like now, like with me doing the Patreon, with me doing the podcast, with me being a parent and spending time with my kids, like I don't have time to play it. Like yesterday, I went to the movies simply because it was my only free time to go take them to see if I, if, if, if I'd have waited till the weekend, I wouldn't have went to the movies. You got, you have to take the chances. You really do. Yeah. You know, it is nice being a dad, though, because you can say you can say stuff like, you know, I combine alphabet soup and laxative and I call it letter rip. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. I I, I like the fact that my kids are old enough to play video games now and they both like video games. My four year old was getting a kick out of I gave her Mario 2 and she's literally just jumping around the screen that wraps where there's no enemies. She's just yeah. having a ball. I'm like, press up, go through the door and <laughs> jump when an enemy comes. Her three-year-old sibling is figuring this stuff out prior to her. The three-year-old got further than a four-year-old. 
three rows just eh, okay. All right, I, I got to the bridge. They do well in Mario Kart and um Crash Team Racing. Definitely definitely Mario Kart because they literally drive themselves. My three year old beats me and my wife just by just by holding the controller. Because you don't have to try. Yeah, that's true. For Mario Kart, at least. You don't have, as long as she doesn't t- tilt the uh, the Joy-Con too much. Yeah, then she's not turning into the ball. <laughs> you know, my son is getting, well, he's good at Smash Brothers. And I can remember, like, him being a kid, being younger, not knowing how to play video games or trying to play him and things like that, to now he's playing everything. Like he's right now, as we speak, he's making a level in uh, Super Mario Maker. I resisted so much buying that game because I know what happened with the first one. I bought it. I made one level. I played through a couple levels, and then I just watched streamers or YouTubers play it because it's a lot better whenever this person can show jump and can figure out these contraptions because I don't have, does anybody work or is there? You should have just stopped running. Does anybody work? Go, just go down to the main drag of your neighborhood and just watch the cars go by and go and like, how many of these are actually work vehicles? Yes. And then why is it why is it nobody can drive? Not not everybody is on their phone that they're not paying attention. They just can't drive. Yeah. License anybody. Especially in Miami. Worst drivers I've ever seen in my life in Miami. <sighs> they are terrible drivers. Come to the upper northeast. <laughs> Worst. Oh. Where I'm at isn't horrible. We just have a couple idiots, but you get up into Boston and New York, they're risk takers. They just need to get where they're going. And if it's three seconds sooner, that's worth go- running over that specific uh, hot dog cart. <laughs> they do not. Oh, care. They do not care. That's awesome, man. Ken, this has been great, man. I gotta have you back on really soon, man. This has been a lot of fun. That's it. No, it can't be it. Yeah, there's more. I- I can I can look around my room and figure out something to talk about. <laughs> tea. I like Arizona tea. I do too. I I you, you ever the go to prices on the bottle? Do y- I have Walgreens down there. The right? prices on the can. There's a skit from out, uh, Atlanta. I like that show. Atlanta's good. Atlanta's really good. Oh my god! Shelfie got me into Atlanta. I remember when Donald Faze, Donald Don Glover. Yes. Oh, by the way, he doesn't sign his name Don Glover because he realized that it's Dong Glover. <laughs> so that's why you see him, Donald Glover. Anyways, I remember him being back with Derek Comedy, doing all kinds of crazy stuff with that. Uh, look, look, look that up. It, um, uh, the the fat kid from. Saturday Night Live was on it with them. The the you talk about um Kale. No, is it yeah, Kale. No, not Kel. Keenan Thompson. No, it's not Keenan Thompson. It's the 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 fat white kid. He looks oh, the fat white kid. 
I know Keenan and Kel. Yeah. <laughs> you said the fact. I know Keenan. I, I grew up with my um Snick very well. Thank you. Okay. Just making sure because you said the fat kids. So first thing from no. fat kid from Saturday Live, thought of Keenan. No. And I would look up Saturday Night Live, but they're gonna give me like every actor that ever was. Yes, Eddie and Murphy. every guest. <laughs> Dan Bobby Moyahan. It wasn't that deep. Bobby, Bobby Moynihan, Moynihan right by Tim Meadows because they are on the same level. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Dan Aykroyd and oh my god. Did you grow up with Ghostbusters? Yes, I did. Like Ghostbusters. Did you see Paul Rudd? Is it oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. That's I dope. went berserk. Because if you're going to take an actor, a current actor, in his mid to late 40s, that would be a Peter Venkman like person. I cannot think of anybody better than Paul Rudd. I don't know That's if it's really going to be Bankman's son. I don't know if it's going to be just a dude that plays that part. I don't know what it is, but you cannot go wrong with that choice. I don't know who the rest of the cast is. And I know by the time that this comes out, there will be a trailer for that. They already said that? No, but I just have this feeling. Well, the game is coming out soon. The remake of the game is $30. It's a GameStop exclusive. Yeah. The used copy for PS3 is $20. There is no reason not to buy this game. It's a really good game. It is a fantastic game. Hopefully they uh, fix the one or two bugs in it, but it was the third Ghostbusters game. It's the best Ghostbusters game there is. No, it's the only Ghostbuster game worth a damn. Yeah. Like, there is no other, uh, the arcade one that was kind of like a. a that was good. Twi- I will say that. that one was good. Twin stick shooter. That one was good. But other than that, like, the NES one sucked. The one they just had on PS4 is terrible. Did you play that one? No. No. I, it's one that's. I knew better than go- stay away from that. And then but it is horrible. Then the Wii version of the. 2009 Ghostbuster one is horrible because it's not the same game. That's the same cover picture, but it's not the same game. Like, like uh, that's like false advertising. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's seriously like a Snapchat filter, and then you see the girl like, eh. that's like um. You ever played the Scarface game for PS2? You know that's one. Not only that I did not play Scarface, I have never seen Scarface the whole way through. I've seen bits and pieces. It's a great movie. Oh, I, I know what it is. Here, item number one. It is never on streaming because it is one of the best movies of all time. If you don't own it, you have to go seek it out by an on-demand because chances are you will pay to see Scarface. So I have never went, you know, I really need to see Scarface. Similarly. I have never seen the Godfather movies. I'm sure I've seen bits and parts. I know the lines. I haven't either. But there's something about those movies that just doesn't 
resonate with me. I the funny thing about it is, I think it was last year. I found the Godfather collection on Black Friday for five dollars on Blu-ray. Bought it. Still haven't watched it yet. And it's a nice collector's edition. Big box and everything. Nice box. I'm sure. Digital copies are worth a lot. Open it for yeah. the digital copies. If it has one. Thank you for reminding me. I do, I do need to do that. Because they're if probably going to expire. Send them, send them my way. I use all the digital copies. I have Okay. I'll do that. I'm going to open it up probably today. And I, if, if there's digital copies in there, which I think there is, I'll send them to you if they haven't expired yet. Oh, see? That, that, that's worth my dollar a month. <laughs> dude seriously the the patreon that you started up is the first patreon that i ever supported and thank you for being my gateway drug because i'm about to support call moriarty because i'm sick of his ads already <laughs> do you remember when that dude's like i'm not doing ads i'm just putting up youtube videos about oh, yeah. history stuff and all of a sudden, he's just like a lesser kind of funny without the uh, the warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah. <laughs> he's now like, I hate you all. <laughs> you know the thing about Colin? I like Colin a lot, too. And I like the fact that he he is the only one who does a PlayStation podcast. That's actually really good. He's the only one. Like, I dropped kind of funny whenever he left. He, like... That moment that you realize that you want that one creator, like I do, I I don't really care since he left. I get, I guess he was the the catalyst that I wanted. I think, I think, I think you might be right on to something because I li- I still listen to kind of funny, but it's not as much as I used to because it's changed so much. Like even Greg's not there as much as he used to be. And like you don't really have a PlayStation centric show anymore. No, they have the the kind of funny daily gaming. Yes. But if you haven't been turned on to it already, the best daily video game news is Screenwave. Screenwave? Which one? On YouTube. Okay. Screenwave Media. He just, he does like a no BS. Here's what happened in a week. Here's a couple little stories. And then here's like the top three things that you actually care about and that are in the thumbnail. But sometimes the, the little stuff's like, yeah, like I care about that a little bit. And sometimes it's a slow news day. So like something that should be little is big. But then it's not dragged out to like this has to hit 10 minutes every time. It's okay. not much news happened today. So seven minute show, seven minute thing goes up at 8 a.m. I know I'm pimping for something that's not mine. I don't have any relation to, but I can tell you from somebody that used to do video game podcasts that used to take nuggets and uh, uh, headlines and then just go off of that. He does it right. Because I can, I I don't even know what the hell his name is. Jesus. Honest to God, it's just like the Screenwave dude. He's just like he's a he's a smart dude, and he just he just does the the news of the day, so you don't have to you don't have to like search through Twitter or whatever your preferred social media, or God forbid, go to Kotaku or something like that. Just there it is. There's the news for the day. This is what you need to know, and you're like you don't need it. Else, thank you. 
And it's not highly opinionated. It's just like, these are the facts. And if, hey, this thing's on sale. If you want it, go grab it. If not, just a, it's a good chance. It's a good channel to, to follow. And he's one of the few people like, just like this if you don't like it. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Definitely go check this out. Yeah, uh, God. All right, kid. I am leaving, brother. No, you cannot yes, leave we, me. We have to leave. I you I, already. <laughs> you know what I have to go do after this. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Spoilers for those who don't know. I'm going to get the Walking Dead comment because the final issue comes out today. That is dating this episode too, which we did several times. You just can't help it. It's just how it is. <laughs> I, I love the Walking Dead comics. I'm interested to see how they end it. Question. Go ahead. Shoot. How is that in relation to the show? I watched the first three episodes of The Walking Dead. I felt it was a very nice self-contained three episodes. I don't need to know the rest. Well, the comics and the show went in two different directions. I figured. Kind of like I mean, how. Like two completely different directions. Kind of like how everything goes because yeah, we like this character. Let's not kill him off. Example, True Blood. Example, Walking De- Walking Dead. How long did it take for Glenn to be around forever more than he should have been? <laughs> well, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers for the comic book or the TV series, but let's just say some people that's on the comic book are not in the TV series. Some people that's in the TV series is not in the comic books anymore. Major characters. <laughs> I, I'm always surprised by like, Stranger Things. I, I know I'm I'm dragging this out, but I miss podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I miss talking to a dude. It's oh, funny bro. that you see the three cast photos. This is the last thing. Three cast photos for Stranger Things, and you're like, these are kids. These are teenagers. Oh my god, you have 25-year-olds in your show. What happened? <laughs> Either puberty hit these people with a stick, or like it's taken like 30 years to get through this show. Yeah, I think the kids are still kids, technically. I think they're 17 and 18 now. But they're still playing 13-year-olds? I think they, they've aged them, but I don't think they've aged them to their exact age. Because I, if I remember correctly, there was a story when I think it was towards season two where the kids, like the, the boy kids were getting hit on by girls. And the creators had to come out and say, hey, stop doing that. These are minors. Oh God. That's great. <laughs> this was actually a thing that happened. That's great. Alright, let's just go with the first person, Finn. I think he's the lead character, and his age is not determined. Okay. Eleven. What is her age? 2004. Oh my god, I'm old. She's 15. <laughs> she's 15? Yeah, 2004, yeah. Doing the math. She's 15. Yeah. Well, there you go. So that means when that story came out, they were probably like 13. <laughs> I kid you not. This is a real thing. I think it happened to the, um, I think his name is, I think it was Dustin. Yeah. I'm old enough to remember whenever my friend was like, had a countdown for Hermione to turn 18. <laughs> and I'm looking at him going, 
what do you think is going to happen when she turns 18? Is she going to show up? Is she going to come over from England and like give you a hug? Are you going to go on a date with her? Mind yeah. you, he was like, he was like 27 at that point. What is wrong with you? Yeah, and that's now the, she- <laughs> that's the weird countdown to have. <laughs> well, Tiger had that countdown from college. Why? <laughs> Just I hung out with some cats, dude. Yeah, I mean. When you hang out with the nerdy crowd, sometimes you just go, stop. <laughs> what you're saying is going to get us locked up. Just stop. Don't hug your anime pillow. Stop. The, the person on your anime pillow is supposed to be a 15 year old kid. Like, stop. Oh, yeah. Those pillows are troublesome to say the least. <laughs> You ever notice in games that like uh well dead or alive like age unknown oh no that's because she's supposed to be under 18 and that is not supposed to be something you're looking at yeah, okay that's not playing those games because of that by the way i'm sorry but creepy. i enjoyed dead or alive for the actual fighting the button mashing yeah. they're fun games but like uh, all right now as I, as I told you last time, the movie was the best adaptation of a video game ever. No, it gave we'll exactly. no adaptate best for what the game is versus the movie. Not the best video game movie. Mortal Kombat is a good adaptation. It's really good. It's not Dead or Alive was let's show some TNA and have a little fighting. That's exactly yeah. what the game was. Whereas Mortal Kombat, there was more of a plot than the original. I love Mortal Kombat, the movie. I love Street Fighter, the movie. And that was horrible. I love Street Fighter, the movie, too. But we're rehashing. You have to go get your comic. Yes. I have to go <laughs> put my kids to bed. Yes, you do. <laughs> this has been fun, kid, man. We're definitely going to do this again because you need the podcast again. <laughs> yes. As I said, if you enjoyed what you heard on the, today's podcast, hit me up at Kenneth DL on the Twitters. If you need to email me, I have a an email because I thought I was going to stream the Twitch and I thought I was going to do a side adventure with my buddy. And I was going to call it Video Games and BS. You can hit that Gmail up at Video games and BS. I think it's video games and BS or it's VGMBS. One of the two. You should do I, that idea, by the way. That should happen. I would love to. I tried streaming. My kids are running around. I didn't set up my PlayStation camera. I got stuck in a game because there was a glitch. And I'm like, there's two people watching me because I'm playing a game that not everybody plays. It's Gravity Rush 2. I'm like, I can't convey to you guys that this is not supposed to be happening right now. And sh- sit down, sit down. Don't don't hit your sister. That would be a <laughs> lovely stream. Uh, let me tell you. That's why I don't stream. That's literally why I don't stream. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as I told you last time, I could stream between the hours of ten thirty and ten forty five. <laughs> that is literally the reason why I don't stream or play games online because I would never have time to because people keep stop me to ask me questions. How do you do this thing? I don't know. I'm figuring it out myself. <laughs> how'd you do that i don't know i hit the button a couple of times it worked yeah 
Once again, um, at Kenneth TL, video games and BS at gmail.com. Or it's VG. I think it's VG and BS. The stream, that's what it is. Twitch is video games and BS. Yes. That's a good answer. That's where we're at. <laughs> if you like these right. sultry voices. You guys, I am going to get this comic book. Thank you, Ken. You are my brother. You are always welcome back on the show. Delvin Cox Experience, we are out. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Delvin Cox Experience. If you'd like more content, you can go on patreon.com slash the Delvin Cox Experience. There, you will find bonus podcasts and a lot more content. Also, shout out to Patreon producer, Ben Goodwin, a.k.a. UK Ghost Rider. If you want to check him out, go on Twitter at ghostwriter underscore UK. Thank you.